What's going on guys? It's a new week, so hoping that the goals are bigger and better than ever. Now in this episode, my man Joey Yak slides through. And this one is a dope episode because this is the story of someone that's pretty well connected in the game and has been since a little kid. You know, and he goes into how he got connected into the music industry, signing a deal at an early age and the lessons that he learned along the way to get to where he is now as the studio CEO doing this entrepreneur music movement and can't wait for you guys to check this one out let me know what you think in the comments much love to my man Joey go show him some love appreciate you guys So literally, bro, like at nine years old, I met Ali from the St. Lunatics, which is Nelly's group, right? And I'm from St. Louis. They were the first to pop off. My dad would wake me up in the morning and we wouldn't go. We wouldn't go like watch cartoons. We would hop in his Oldsmobile and start battling each other. Like that's just how we, I was raised. Like I wasn't the typical cartoons. It was like, yo, let's go battle to some Boogie Down Production KRS one beats and shit. So I always been involved in music like that. And then when I met Ali, right when they popped off at nine and my dad was like, my dad is real. Hey, I rap. What's up? Like trying to put him on. And we saw him at the fireworks stand and, uh, you know, I started beatboxing on my chest and I started doing a little freestyle. And this was way before the whole white rapper thing was cool. And he's like, wow, dude, like, like, like with all due respect, I don't know about you pops, but your kid's a superstar. Like I can make him the white bow wow. Like this Disney, (laughs) he started saying all crazy stuff and we got his number. We started, they took me to video shoots and like, I was like, damn, like this is awesome. So I'm really right now. And, um, they got so big that we lost communication, man. Like where I took a step back and they took a step back and I was like, damn, I hard. And so was this before like batter up? Cause you know what I mean? That's what literally like, St. Lunatics just kind of exploded from there. Right. Well, with Nelly coming out with Country Grammar and that whole first album with EI, Ride With Me, uh, Country Grammar, uh, that album took off. And then they came out with like Free City and the St. Lunatics album. And it was a wrap. And they always stayed like they always were listening in the city. Like people were making noise and like they never really took no one and launched them like that, which the whole different story. But they here's the thing dog people never know when people are watching i ain't gonna drag the story on i kept grinding because i I like fell in love like i'm a hustler right. i'm a grinder at the age of nine like i started getting my own fan base getting little shows bringing hundreds of little kids out and like doing me and at like 17 18 like the word on the street was there like this this little white rapper kid that that was that was okay. Actually, he he was all right, but he brought a big crowd, so everyone wanted to know me. Right. So, so I'm growing. I'm growing. This is before social media. MySpace was popping and stuff like that. And I'm grinding. I'm grinding. But I was a soccer player that could okay. rap. I wasn't the rapper that played soccer. Like I was a beast. Went over to England, got MVP, almost stayed, came back home. Whole another story. So like I've always been that competitive, athletic dude. And music is just me, though, dude. Like, my dad was my best friend. And through that grind, he got addicted to crack. And he just, you know, at the age of 11. And then, you know, he's still trying to recover from that. So it's like me, my sisters, and my mom. 
and they put me into a private school to play soccer. I got I clowned. I got kicked out of that school. I went to a community college because all I did was sell weed, smoke weed, drink. I was definitely an alcoholic. And I went to a little community college, played ball for a year, uh, broke my leg after I came back from England. And the next day, I'm all doped up. And uh, I find out I'm having a, a kid. And I'm like, damn, I'm 19 years old. You know, I'm on a full ride scholarship. Don't even have to think about responsibilities right. and never really grew up like that. You know, like I was never disciplined by no you were just living male life. role model. I was living, like, bro. I was yeah, kicking it for sure. I was kicking it. But that struck me and I was like, damn. And I dropped out like a few days later and said, I really got to get my stage name was Yak Boy Fresh. And I was like about to get it for real. And literally within like nine to 10 months, I get the phone call from who do you know? I leave from the St. Lunatics like, dude, I've been watching you. I want to sign you. So long story short, you know, I just had my daughter. Um, I'm broke. I'm still selling weed out of my mom's basement. And yeah, I get this deal. And I'm going to tell you, like, I, th- I got this deal. And like, I thought I got the job as the manager when I didn't even get the job as the janitor yet straight up and with it he took me out to LA that was my first time I think even on a plane or it was my first time in LA not on a plane first time to LA we get there uh I remember walking into our hotel rooms and you know I'm the cat that like I don't come from money like that so I'm thinking we're all sharing a room and he's like what are you doing and I'm like I'm going to the room he was like you got your own room I was like stop playing dude for (laughs) real (laughs) I get my own room. So uh, Wendy Goldstein from Universal Republic flew us out there because he was like, look, I got this kid, blah, blah, blah. And let me tell you, dude, from where I am now to as in like my sound, I had no sound. I couldn't, you know, have my melodic voice. Like I was whack, bro. I was sure. weak. I had no yeah, music. No you were dope, yeah. Oh, because oh. <laughs> I, I could throw a show, bro. Like yeah. I could I could get down and. Uh, she loved my image. I had like the blonde streak in my hair, the, the, you know, Ray bands. I was the pretty boy looking cat and from St. Louis. So I had a little hitness of everything. Yeah. And she gave us like a little demo deal. Supposedly we went back to EI, which is Nelly school in St. Louis. I did a couple records and I was so money hungry and like so impatient and not disciplined as I grew up that, I walked. I said, hey, bro, like, because, I mean, we, me and him, it was more than just business. It was like he's known me for a long time, and, like, it was personal. And, you know, I act like I got lawyers when I signed my deal, and I didn't. And I was like, look, dude, like, I want out. And he said, come to my house right now. I'll sign a piece of paper. I don't care if it's even on, you know, a loose-leaf paper. I'll let you go. And this cat let me go. I had my daughter wow. in my hand. I signed that shit. I walked away. He was like, it's all love. Then I met up. I got another manager, so I'm independent now. And, like, I'm like, yo, if... I'm ready to get it, you know, get it. We take every meeting in St. Louis. Oh boy. Um, crazy bone from bone thugs and harmony. So I got introduced to him. They were like, look, man, there's this little white dude out of St. Louis, blah, blah, blah. You need to meet him. He just walked away from his deal. He's open. Like he's looking for new options. Crazy was like, if he can get out to LA, I'll, uh, in by tomorrow, I'll, you know, set up a meeting. We got out there. We sat at the studio for a little bit waiting for him and I performed four songs. And then he looked at me, he said, you're a star, complete wow. star. 
And I was like, I appreciate it. I would love to hop on a song with you. Actually, I just got this beat in my email and we made this song. If you go look it up, uh, Crazy Bone Yak Boy Fresh Scrape in the Sky. And we sat there and wrote it together on the third verse. We're going back and forth. I'm like, damn, I'm with the legend. Like, this is this is what's up. If you know hip hop, you know Crazy Bone. Honestly, You already know. Like, there ain't no groups like Bone. No. No, like some straight, like there's some straight G's like me then, like it led to that video shoot to me going on a whole nationwide tour with them and we're, you know, funding everything. We're on the road. Like, and I'll tell you, man, like, that's why I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing, but in my heart, like I really want to help up and coming artists, you know, how to, you know, be their own machine and business owner and all that. And I'm sure we'll get down into that. But if you're not at peace with yourself, all that shit does not even matter because right. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a dark, bro. And Crazy Bone looked at me, he said, Yak, you know, like, you're chasing the devil. Like, we all are. Like, and then I thought about it, and I was like, B.O.B. was like, I remember I was rapping for the hell of it. Nowadays, I'm rapping to stay relevant. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, damn, how the game goes, how the fame goes. It's like a pot at the end of a rainbow. You can't keep looking and searching, but what you ain't know, you probably already got what you came for. And that is so true yeah, that's real. you know what you want and then you get it and then you you're like oh i gotta look for something else and you're like damn that's what i wanted all along right well, oh, that's what i mean why? you look at like in the entertainment industry especially where you see these dudes that i mean robin williams you know rest in peace where mm. everyone thought that dude was happy because he had the houses you know he had the fame the riches end of the day that's not what fulfills you i'll say as human beings that doesn't do it you know right. what i mean you need a bigger purpose than the money you got to, bro. And like, and you know, we'll, I'll get deep and we'll, we'll get real. We'll get real in a minute. I'll just finish this, wrap it up a little bit. I, you know, I, I did the nationwide tour with them. I was very lost, you know, and me now knowing marketing like me. And I think I said this to you when I met you uh, at Thrive, but dude, like me on tour with Bone was like, was like the KKK in the ghetto, like, what up? Like, <laughs> it just it didn't match. I was yeah. supposed to be on the road with, like, Justin Bieber or Nick Jonas or something like that. Right. Like, being the, being the urban kid like that. And, but we just were taking, we were so hungry. We didn't care what you presented. We were taking it because we were ready to rock. Yeah. And I ended up in Hollywood. So I'm from, a, you know, St. Louis, but a small town called Hazelwood. So I always was like, I'm Hazelwood uh, to Hollywood. And then, a lot of events happened in my life where I realized that I'm Hazelwood and not Hollywood. Like it was wake up, let's get drunk. Um, and it, I mean, it wasn't a fun drunk. It was a, let me sneak some stuff in my glass. Cause like, I can't cope. Like right. Adderall where I hit the stage and then Xanax or Vicodin to go to sleep. And it, like, I ever got like hella addicted. Like, Oh man, I'm like, you know, scratching and shit like that. Like I got it where I was like, damn dude, like I am so in a dark place. And like, I'm there and I'm not enjoying it. I'm broke as hell. And one day, man, you're Hazelwood, not Hollywood. You're Hazelwood, not Hollywood. I packed all my shit up and straight left. And I went home. I called my fiance, which is my daughter's mom. And she was holding it down, bro. Holding it down to job. Like, I'm broke, dude. I was on some, you know, and then my dad left. So I know it was, I was flying first class on a guilt trip because I'm not home with my girl. Like, I don't want to be like my pops was and just lost. And I came home, bro. And like I said, I was drinking every day. And within six months, like I took like some uh, landscaping jobs with my brother-in-law. And then I found sales. And right before I found sales, though, I stopped drinking. 
I, I literally looked at my, who now is my fiance, my girlfriend at the time, or as we would say, baby mama, and said, hey, I'm for real getting my shit together. Like I promise you, like, this is a breakthrough in my life. I know I've said it before, but I'm just going to do the damn thing. And I started going from go-go gadget ratchet to overdose on the Holy Ghost, man. I was so lukewarm that, I, you know, the whole God thing, it was when you brought it up, I put a guard up because I grew up Catholic and I went to a Catholic school and I was like, man, this is some bullshit. Right. Like, yeah, so whack. Sure. <laughs> and I walked into a church and it was a Christian church and they were jamming, bro. I say, I, like, I walked in, I was like, uh, man, I ain't know how to act. I was the person in the sermon sitting way in the back, hood up, head down, walking in alone, way out of my comfort zone. And like, I really, I was that cat like this. I was blowed. Like, I'm sober drinking wise, but I'm, I'm still getting high and I'm sitting there like, this is super dope. Like, like I'm feeling something. And music's already like my therapy. Right. So I'm like, wow. So I literally went from the addiction of alcohol to the addiction of learning about this, this, this Bible and right. like reading it in, in that dude. And it, it was, I got on stage, started rapping about being Holy spirit turned up and overdosed on that Holy ghost. And I made a hip hop Bibles that it's still just all these songs and all this stuff is just sitting there right now, but I had to do it to get through it to right. where I wanted. And I'm in sales and like, you know, I was that prior, you know, I used to say I could pop that perk. I could pop that pill, do whatever to, or pop whatever to get me high. Oh, is that right? Well, you need to pop that pill called pride because I'm sitting there like, I don't want no damn job. You know, like right. I'm a hustler. Like I don't get jobs. I, I, I played sports my whole life. You know, I'm that dude. And it was like, it's not about you no more dog. And the whole way of thinking I started reading and retraining my brain and on lunch breaks and sales, like I wouldn't go get clicked up with people. I would go to my van and sit back and put an audio book in my ears. I'm like, when I heard one Corinthians, I think it's 1533 bad company corrupts good character. And I'm like, damn, man, that's not just about the people you hang out with because I've always kind of been good at like peeping people and being like, yeah, I'm good on them. Just be not, not always if from past experience, sure. but peeping them like, man, they ain't on my level. Like, and it, it could sound cocky or I'm a very humble person. I, I know why I am where I am. And it's because all the sacrifices, but right. I'm, I'm good. And like, it got to the point where I became kind of a loner that I'm like, Hey, if you gotta, you can't, I can't even let you talk to me because you're on that bullshit and I'm good. Like it, it kind of messed me up with my family and everything at a sure. certain time when I, uh, cause I was so focused on being this new me that I couldn't have none of that old bullshit anywhere around me. Right. Like anywhere. Right. You'll relapse so, at any second when, you know, and you keep that around you. you for know. real, dude. You, you literally so got a cold there, Turkey. You know, I, and I did that bro, yeah. with the alcohol and I, people ask me, they're like, why won't you ever take a sip of alcohol ever again? I said, cause it's like this, the analogy I use is, you know, say we're on, we're, we're, you know, in the road, we're driving and in front of us is a dump truck and that dump truck, you know, there's a whole bunch of shit in there. And I'm like, damn, you know, like I should probably move and I don't move. And that's like me not moving is me like stepping into the bars and the clubs for absolutely no reason, but networking purposes. Right. So, all right, I'm staying in the bar. Then I take one sip and that one sip is like a little pebble that hits your windshield. And you like, you see that little crack and you're like, God damn, you know, well, that's yeah. one sip. And then three weeks later, the whole windshield spread out. And right. for me, three weeks later is cheating on my gal, 
not coming home, blacking out and like not knowing where my shoes are. Like I didn't drink to, for social. I drank to get right. fucked up. Oh, I know that was all just about me. that. I'm from I was the Midwest, so I, I get that. Out. Yeah, I, you already know. <laughs> and I would be around these celebrities blacking the fuck out. Like, I'm tripping. And all of them would be like, damn, yeah, you know, you need to chill out. And I'm like, nah. And June 30th, 2016, man, I still have not yet took a sip of alcohol because, like I wow, said, I'm not going to crack man. my windshield. So what I do is I just put my blinker on. I swear. Now, I can't, I can't snap my fingers and put dump truck off the road. They're here. Just like bars and alcohol, like I can't, right. uh, you know, eliminate it. So I'm just gonna hit my blinker on and be like, "Hey, I know better. I'm wise enough to sit here behind you." So I'm just gonna eliminate myself from the temptation before the temptation approaches us because it's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay not to be okay forever. Right. You gotta re- realize it's like, like, you know, now you know people say, "Oh, you must be perfect now since you're a Christian." I said, "No, nah, now I just know." I, I kind of have, I gave myself a guideline of now I know what is right and what is wrong and, and what I should be aware of and alert of. Like I'm, I'm wise. Like Absolutely. I sit back and I'm all, I'm only 26 years old and I have this old soul, bro, being around crazy bone. And when I was running, you know, back and forth, the Hollywood St. Louis, I was with older people that were like some OGs and I'm sitting there like, you know, and I've never portrayed myself as no gangster, no thug, because I'm not. I'm a five five white guy from <laughs> North County, St. Louis, that knows who he is. So I'm in sales and shit, bro. And I'm sitting there and like uh, they got these things called chargebacks and they kept taking all my money after my commission. And I made a song called I'm out here fighting chargebacks. That commission that I made, they want it all back. Just messing around. And people were like bumping that shit. And I was like, <laughs> hmm. I said, I got some like. I, I, I let, I say, I sucked at math, but nine subliminal moves plus one subliminal move does not equal 10 subliminal moves. It equals one big power move. So in your whole entire life, you take, you take Ali, you take even your soccer shit, like with the competitiveness, you know, the, the, the relentless in you, like on that right. field. Ooh, all right, let's package Let's let us get that. Oh, my faith. Now I got to have my mindset clear because talent, I realized don't mean shit with lack of character. Um, I'm going to take me being on the road and oh, I'm going to meet Crazy Bone and Nelly and all these celebrities because when I meet Bradley and Tim Grover and and Cole Hatter and when they see me, they're going to look in my eyes and they're going to say, damn, he's ready. Right. Because my preparation Everything in my past was preparation to my promise. And I mean that shit. I truly feel now, and I retrain my brain that I lost a battle to win the war. A team, everything in life. I packaged up my pain and presented it as a product. I packaged up my past and presented it as a product. I packaged up my passion and presented it as a product. Everyone has a story, right? So, so the more shit you go through, you should be like, damn, that's more glory for my story. Let me embrace the struggle because it creates the hustle. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And you have to, me being in sales, me being in business now, and I'm sitting back and I'm like, hmm, okay, let me take all this passion that I got and put a purpose behind it. Then I realized, hey, buddy, it doesn't matter how dope you are. You have to have a solution. So I sat back, like the song I showed you, I saw a problem. And I created a solution to a problem no one even knew they had. Chopping up the audio, making bangers for people. Yeah. And the the day that I made it not about me, 
was the day it became all about me, bro. All right. these artists, look at me, look at me. Well, how about you make it about someone else that's going to want to make it about you? Exactly. My goal right now, bro, is not even, and then I like with that chargeback, I quit my job. I thought I was going to be a Facebook marketer and I'm very wise and all that stuff. I'm not good, but sure. I understand it. I can sit here and pitch you on Facebook ads, Google ads all day and know what I'm talking about. So, so now I packaged all that shit up presented it to, I made my decision only these big ass entrepreneurs, but my, I lost the battle to win the war. Like I said, me being a teen dad to help other teen dads, my dad still being an addiction. I believe that we're just still in the process. I'm in the middle of a memory, a middle of a breakthrough. And I know that we're going to overcome the obstacle and make it an opportunity to save everybody else in the world that's going through that. Artists, I'm going to show them how to be their own machine, bro. I've already talked to Billy Jean. I said, Hey, I want to take your course, put it on my shit. Like, yo, uh, Tim Grover, take his course. Um, be like, yo, you guys need my music academy. Uh, you, but you know, you want to run ads, you want to make money. Before you yeah. do that, you got to go through Tim Grover's course. Sure. The yeah. mindset. You got to be at Bro, peace. It's all with hand in hand. You. It literally Come is all on, hand in dog. hand. And it's that's where you see these complications. Which, like, unfortunately, like Mac Miller, I, I talked about him on the last podcast I had, where it's like. I mean, dude's super talented. Where I mean, on the outside, obviously, I mean, people knew he had his problems with his demons and all that. But it's like on the outside, it's like, dude had it. You know, the ridiculously talented. Give a shit though, bro. Like people, like I, I felt so. Like I was sitting there and I was like, damn. I, you know, I wasn't a big Mac fan, but like, like, I respect hustle. I respect grind. And I get it, dude. I get it. Like, I wasn't as popping to these people, but I lived the life, dog. Right. Like, that everyone's living. Don't let all the hype fool you at all, for real. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I feel like if if I had my shit together a little bit more, like, it's people like that that need me. Exactly. They no, need me, bro. They need me. Not to be like, hey, do your song like this, this, or this. Because honestly, I could give two shits if people rock with my music. My music's real. It's organic. I've been training myself to engineer myself. And this is a lead magnet to get out there. But dog, rap for me doesn't mean rapping. Even though I rap, it means raising awareness, period. Dog, when I give back, when I made that song about Cole, he called me damn near in tears, bro. I was like, my melody, your message. That's music, dog. Like I have the ability. I have thousands of songs in this computer next to me and they'll never be released. But it was for me to be prepared when I hear Cole's story. I literally, when we're talking, you know, I sit there and when I hear people in speeches and one liners, I instantly hear it in a melody. Like if you're like, yeah, buddy, if you know, you're not dead, so you're not done. So just go out there and get it. I heard if you ain't dead, you ain't done. Hold up now, you ain't dead, you ain't done. Like, I hear that shit, and I have the ability to hit record right then and have it already mixed because I prepared for this shit. I'm ready, bro. What did you say in that uh, that Relentless that you posted today? Something about, like, you're not paying for 20 minutes, you're paying for 10 years' experience. You damn right, That's what I mean, same thing with me as a creative. People are like, well, anyone could throw a website together. Bro, I've been doing this since I was 8. I'm 27 now. Like, you're paying for that. Whether it takes me an hour... Or a week or a month, you're not paying matter. me because of what at that time it's value. It's the value of it, you know. No, and I think dope. when you're first coming up, bro, like you, you get so lost in the I just need this money right now. Right. I just, I, I definitely got lost in that. Like I turned away a couple of clients that were like, "Hey, let me put you on retainer for five hundred a month." 
And like, I needed that, bro. I needed that. I needed that. And I was like, with all due respect, I'm good, homie. I need that, bro. And like, I'm open to people like how I got, how I got where I got. And I'm going to put this in a, excuse me, in the training as well is credit. Dog, I came back from St. or from Hollywood back to Hazelwood in St. Louis with nothing, dog, broke. I've never came up with money. Like, I'm just now getting getting to where I'm like, oh shit, this is happening for right. real. I don't fake the funk, dog. I'm a, I'm, I'm a realist. I keep it 100. Like, I went and gotten $40,000 in debt from going to seminars to learning Facebook ads. I didn't even know if that's what I was going to do, but I talked the language. That's the difference between a broke person and a rich person is the language they speak. Yeah, 100%. The industry. I chose entrepreneurs. Why? Because I know how to speak that marketing, that advertising language, and I'm becoming Joe Yak, the studio CEO. Like, I'm making, and I'm learning from everyone. So I'm sitting there, and I'm chopping audio. I'm like, wow, dude, like, I, I, I earn while I learn. Right. It's crazy. No, I'm over here. Fi- that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, it's a wrap, bro. I'll tell you <laughs> this. Like, it's freaking my fiance out. Like the other day I just put, I just, I just put $8,000 on a credit card to pay off. Like I, like I said, I said in one of the songs as I'm recording this, I'm 40 K in debt. And I laugh when I say that, cause that doesn't mean death it means that I invest. I'm going to get my return. Uh, sitting on his dock while watching this boat burn, making bangers for everyone. I'm far from done. I 10 next in five months. Ah. And right when that happened, right when I got my first client at like 1200, I said, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> it, it's a wrap, dude. And right. now I got it to where I'm charging three grand for a song, 2,500 for two and 2000 a piece for three of them. And then I have retainers at 3,500 where I'm doing your audio. You get unlimited theme songs from me, like a whole bunch of shit that, that like I got a lot of, I'm getting all clients cause they're seeing it. And, and, um, I don't know if you were listening to Ed Milet at the thrive, but he said, you know, I don't want you to believe like he said, I don't want you. He said, persuasion is not making you believe me, but it's making you believe that I believe me. Exactly. And, and yep. you, you know, I mean, what, what, how long this has been already? Whatever it's been, yeah. people, people know by now they believe what I'm saying because right. I lived it, I breathe it, For I sure. eat it. I, it's me. And when you're you, you can't lose, dog. No, absolutely. That's what I posted my Instagram post today. It's like it's just a picture of me smiling. And it's like, believe in yourself. And the whole caption is all about like, you have to believe in you and everything you are, your uniqueness, your appearance, your personality, your talents, your creativity before anyone else is ever going to buy in. Like people know when you haven't bought into yourself, man. It's so obvious. Oh, for sure, bro. And people are sitting there, people are sitting there and they're like, uh, like with, with, uh, oh, I got hundreds of likes, like me, like my game ain't crazy like that. My social, I got like 8,000 plus something. I uh, filed like 500 or something. But when you, if you go look at who's watching my shit and who's liking it, yeah. it's power players exactly. that I'm building uh, real relationships. Gary with. said that you could have one follower. If it's Barack Obama, real, real Barack Obama compared to the dude that has 100,000 fake people. Yep. Like it, you know what I mean? It doesn't add up. And it has to match you. People are yeah. on social people people got the game messed up too with they think social media is social media. Social media is a data so it, it's data. It's a data platform. It's it's uh 
if you're on there just scrolling for fun and you're a business owner, an artist, a producer, or whoever you are, you're tripping. Yeah. Don't be don't like old girls ass pick and follow her be in and have her come follow you back and you're over here taking a selfie uh that you know what i'm saying like right. you're, you're you're confusing people dog yeah. like you are a business owner yourself right. like i i sit there i post stuff about my family i'll do little entrepreneur music stuff but i i i don't post what i can get because I realized, wow, I need to sell the shovel. People are out here digging for gold. My LLC is called Gold Rush Media okay. because I'm even selling the shovel, selling the shovel rather than just keep digging and digging and digging. It's now, nah, dude, package up the passion, present it as a product. Right. If, if it's a solution to a problem that you figured out. And I did. So I was like, let's get it. I sell shovels. And before that, I'm going to, you know, I don't, I don't like, like I said, fake it till you make it, but I have so much content that I present to people personally, like my, uh, my presentations that they're like, holy shit, he's got it together. He knows what he's doing. Like I said, I don't care about being this famous. What's up? Like I got it. If it happens, cool. But what I plan on doing is being the number two to everybody's number one, which makes them that person with my melody to their message. They can put me on film and I'll get it, you know, and my lead magnets are, getting in front of crowds like at Thrive. And I got clients from that. At right. Secret Not Greg Reed, I got hella clients off of that. I'm sitting here just being me. But exactly. like you said earlier, people know when you're not being you. And when you're sitting there like, oh, shit, he does what I do. Well, you're if, if you're worried about that, that means you're not at peace with yourself. You're insecure about yourself and something's wrong that you need to fix before you go try to bust this door open. Because I had I had a situation like that where I was on tour with Stevie Stone with Strange Music. And this is my homie now, Binks. So I seen Binks, dope rapper. Um, he's in Nashville now. And he, a little white dude like me, he was by himself. I had a whole band and he just, he just threw down, bro. Like he was off the chain. And I was like, I was like, it's not that he's doper than me or better than me, but he's so... He knows who he is, and I envied right. that. I did, bro, and I like now we talk, and I talk. I say, "Hey, man, you made me really realize that, you know, I didn't know who I was. Like that was his whole. He was in his lane. Them fans loved him. Like me, I'm over here, drunk. I, I call it drunk driving in the road of fame. I couldn't stay in one lane because I'm making pop, rock, country. But now I'm like, right. yes, the, the, like when we talked, you're like, oh, I don't really like none of your high pitched shit. And then I was, and that made me just because I'm a, you know. That's just who, like, I was like, man, like, shit, I'm tight. Like, just kind of competing. <laughs> I went and made that I robbed Bradley. Right. You but, know, obviously, like, like, I wasn't trying to be him. All like, love, all love. Anything, like. I'm the guy that, <laughs> and I've, I've been doing this for so long that I grew up, you know, when I started really popping and uh, with the whole Yak Boy Fresh, like, and I go back now and listen, I was like, man, that shit was, that's just kind of weak. But that's who I was, so I couldn't, you know. And music isn't ever whack. It's the sound of a feeling. It just that feeling isn't you, you know? So right. that's why it's so important to, to get in front of that idea audience, because I think people out here are so talented. They think their talent is going to get them there. And this isn't 1980, 1990, no more. This is 2018. You got to be your own machine and you have to be your own business owner, bro. So I'm, I'm very passionate about helping these, even people that I had an idea. I was like, are you someone that loves music, but can't sing, has someone sing. And it's funny that try, w- would love to play a, instrument and like you can't play but you want to be in the music industry because what i'm thinking is and i might you know just be in my own head is i want to teach artists how to run their own ads but they probably won't 
Everybody ain't me. My fiance had to check me on this. Joey, everybody's not you. Their dreams don't have to be as big as yours. Uh, every, da, da, da. And like, I'm like, yeah, you're right. And it just kind of ensured me that I'm, I'm different. And then sure. when Tim Grover said what he said about me, I said, oh, you just put that stamp on me that I'm going to be a legend right. in what I do. You oh, only yeah, rock with legends, homie. That's what it's, bro, a lot of people aren't going to pay attention until you post stuff or they, they see Tim Grover talking about you. You know what and I mean? Like, like Tim Grover knew how great he was before he started working with Michael. Yeah. But until but people saw him admit- in the gym with Mike, didn't happen. And he knew it. Yeah. He knew shit. I'm a beast. And like in and, and he's so humble, too. But it's like me. It's I know I'm a I'm a monster, dude. I tell you, I'm Joey Yak. Yak stands for you already know. And if you don't know by the end of any videos, you probably never will, because this is who I am. Yeah. And if you really can't see it, you it's never them, will. not you <laughs> straight up. Yeah. And I'm so and the best yeah. part about it, I know that. I said one day I was like, man, I wish I could just figure it out. And I was like, oh, shit, I figured it out is once you figure out that you'll never have it figured out is when you figured it out. Right. Oh, and I was like, oh, shit, like that is so real. So I'm going to continue to be broken and to to, you know, we all don't know what we don't know. And I'm tired of people saying they don't read because they just can't get motivated. And it's like, I feel you. But it's it's I that don't like piece reading. Of you know what I mean? Like what? Yeah, bro. I just right, can't like get growing? into it, dude. I tell people if you aren't growing, you're literally dying. Yep. And I mean, you know, I even uh Stagnancy me and my fiance, dude, I go to counselors and I talk and like I'm really like I read books about our brain and uh psycho cybernetics, like I'm artist, you know, and I'm just rocking with you because I know you you talk about artists and producers on the show and you know, music. Yeah, they I'm telling you, bro, they need to stop following other artists and follow cats like us right. and realize that it's, it's starting to happen, though. It's honestly, it is. It I is. mean, you see like Gary Vee getting into it more. I mean, he's one of the reasons why I'm even doing this concept of the podcast is because I see this whole the whole game. Like I've studied hip hop my whole life, literally was raised on like No Limit, Tupac, Biggie, literally from, you know, 90s up. And it's right. like it's, you know, so I see like the culture and how lost people are. We're like, they're still successful out of it, but it's like, just think if you get that mindset right. What is success? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. once you get that right mindset, your whole meaning of definition of success is not the same, man. No. It's like, it's, more it's than everyone. The chains. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> no one, no one can tell me that I'm successful. Like, a lot of people are like, dude, you're so successful. Like, I'm like, no, I'm not right. because it's just like, it's the only time like, I'm really. Bro, you made it, man. <laughs> right i've done these tours like i do like i'm on my fourth like chapter of my life already right. and people are sitting there just so blown away to the point where they're like you know my fiance's asked me she's like when is it ever going to be enough and i was like i don't think it ever will be like i, I really don't ever and, and i'm sure like when you say that because most people are like well that's pretty greedy that's pretty arrogant but it's like at the end of the day you know you you've said straight up you're happy with what you have And and I tell people, it's like, you can be happy with what you have and still want more. Absolutely. And there's no, there's nothing like, there's nothing wrong with, with like me. Like I will, I don't think I'll ever be, and you never can say, uh, you never can say, you know, you won't change, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I'm in, you know, courses of Tim Grover's and like, I listen, I read books. It's not like I just meet people. Like I study the shit out of them. And then when I jump at them, 
Like it's, I'm strapped up like, Hey bro, like <laughs> you're getting shot for real. I I'm loaded. Like Brad Lee, dude, I sat in the cut. Like, uh, I, I flew out to Vegas with, that's another thing. I don't wait for people. I create yeah. for people and say, here, you can have this. I'm giving, ha, Brad Lee, Manny Lopez, Cole Hatter, uh, Billy Jean. Billy Jean was my first cat. I called my videographer. I said, hey, I ain't got no money, but I need you to come over here and shoot this video for me because I got this idea. I made a song about Billy Jean, blah, blah, blah. We're shooting a video, da, da, da. He loved it. And I, you know, I met Billy uh, a year before that, but I didn't, I wasn't like, hey, I'm, I'm this guy because right. you need to realize when to turn up and when to shut up. I was at Eric Thomas and I got this feeling and I didn't know what it was because I was like, damn, Joey, you're missing out on opportunity, like getting pictures and this and that. But I'm so determined in the long run that I knew I'd see him again. Right. I shared the stage with him at right. Thrive. Like I was on that stage. He was on that stage. I'm like, and it's like same day. I mean, other people, though, are they like, man, I, can I get a selfie? Which like I'll take pics with some people if I really have that respect for them. But it's like at the same time, I mean, I'll time, take not, I'll take I'm a not, pic with everybody, but I'm not I'm not literally. But see, that's another thing. Like for my past is I've been around all these people, so I know how yeah. to play the game. You're people not a need to learn boy. how to play the game. Yeah, no, I'm well, it's Joey. Like people get that picture and then they post it, and they they make it seem like they're doing a deal with them, or like right. working with them. Where like, I mean, for me, it's like I'm I'll I'll kind of sneak something in like that. It's like okay, we're gonna you know something's gonna happen in the future. Whatever they say, no matter what, like something's gonna happen. But it's like. You know, at, at 10X this past year, I was one of my former business partners was sitting there talking to uh, Ty Lopez three feet away from me. Right. I didn't even say a word to Ty, not out of the right. fact that I didn't feel like I was on his wasn't on his level or, you know, better than him. I didn't want a fanboy for one because I'm not about that. Cause, I mean, these Bruh, people are I literally stars. hung out with so many stars that like uh, the last Fourth of July or two, like, 2015, July 4th. We, me and my boy Scotty, we do music together and he's best friends or, you know, very, very close with Miley Cyrus. Okay. We're there at Miley Cyrus's house and I did get a picture with her. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, I'm sitting there and it's only 20 people in the whole thing. Her family, Mike Will, the producer, yeah. me, Scotty, my manager, a couple of their little friends, you know, everyone's kicking it, whatever. And I'm like, people, people that have fame and shit, they want, they want to be normal, dog. Exactly. Like, they want those times. Like me, like I'm a loner, dude. I need my space even from my fiance and daughter sometimes. Like I'm in an RV in my backyard right now. I created <laughs> this whole business out of this motherfucking RV. That's straight up. That's my office, yeah. dog. And I own that shit, dude. I take selfies by this shit and I'm like, this is just to say, you know, remember what, you know, what I went through and what I've been through and right. that I recognized it while it was happening, people get so caught up that they'll, they'll think of the damn, like, just like the rainbow shit. I know now when I'm in the middle of a breakthrough and I embrace that motherfucker. Yeah. And I'm like, what's up, dude? If you ain't yeah. dead, you ain't done. So I literally said I got dedicated and got this shit done, bro. And it's just getting started. When I look at Brad Lee and I'm like, hey, like, I know you didn't ask me to fly out here, but I'm here. And I wasn't leaving until I slept in my car, bro. I slept, I drove to LA four and a half hours away because I didn't have money for a hotel room. That dude got me hotel, got, uh, you know, tell me to stay there for two more days, sat there. He's like, okay, what you're doing isn't scalable. Um, but, but, and I'm sitting there, dog, and I, like, I'm like, 
freaking out now because I'm like, oh shit, what I'm doing is it scalable? Like I didn't think about being scalable. You I'm know, just Brad, thinking. He's about- like, okay, how can I? How can we duplicate this? Yeah, first thing? he's like, you need your light speed, right? And you know, and listening to everybody, dog. Like I got some, I got some monsters backing me, dude. Like not out in the public, like. But I just got off the phone with Tim Grover. Me and Brad Lee talk every other day, and it's right. all like. Hey, what you think about this record? Hey, what you think about this idea? Like I, I'm he has me on retainer for so you're my rock consultant, right? Yeah, yeah and I'm over here like I'm with the most powerful people, and I don't got a million followers, I don't got a million dollars, but what I have is experience, yeah. and what I have is real solutions to problems like everyone's out here thinking about doing shit that's already been done. What makes you stand out? No one cares about your talent, especially when you're a douchebag. Once you get in the door, about talent gets me in the door. Like me. Yay. We, it's time to thrive now. Yeah. It's time to thrive now. Love the song. Great song. Let's jam. But that's not why you're always going to see me with the Cole Hatters. It's right. because my character is intact. Absolutely. Get in front of them, but don't get in front of them unless you're ready. And guess what, though? Me, like Crazy Bone, like if I was who I was now, I wouldn't have uh, told that kid to go out there. But you couldn't tell me nothing. And even if you are taking that risk, just know that you might fuck up and fail. And you have to you have to understand that that was just a lesson and don't take it as an L. If you say, oh, shit, I took an L, you took a lesson. Yeah, that's no, all. That's, you that's literally what I say, on. bro, is no L's, just lessons. That's it. That's all it is. That's it, dude. Like, you I never stay. lose when that when you have that mentality. It's you're always growing. You're always evolving with that. Dude, people like I tell people the way like those who are like me that think the way I used to thought like like next time you go outside, drive down your your street and just look around, man. Like I'm talking like really look at the trees and the way the sun glows and hits and like like I'm looking outside of the door and like seeing the grass and just the fact that we're talking right now and like like this, like I right. just did that because I wanted to. Like we have so much power and control of who we are. We just get in so much routine and we let someone train our brain and program it to what they want to think. Like, you know, and sometimes I, I get a little stuck on like, you know, people I'm closest with. Like, like who are you to tell me yep. that I'm supposed to live that way? Like you got me. It's always no. the people closest. For sure. But I mean, you know, love my fam and stuff like that. Like it's, it's all love, but it's like, I, the, the point of that is, is in my mind, I have retrained my brain that the way I used to think and the way other people still think like that, when they say it, I don't adapt to them. I instantly go into, I'm not letting, you know what that means, right? You're on frame. Up, bro. So I, so that's a, now people are gonna listen. And be like, okay, now I know why he's on this podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. That's, that's exactly what it is. Like you're you're literally told who to be, how to dress, how to act, what to you know what to eat in the morning. You know who who you should hang out with, what kind of job you should get. People, t- it comes down to even like this. Like when you're a little kid, and you you know you said you're a loner, so it's like I'm sure your whole life you've had that tendency. So it's like, right. but what do people say? Oh, Joey's shy. He's shy. Bro, you're not shy. Well, see, what's crazy all. is I, I never <laughs> have died. I've always been like the center of attention and shit. Like I've always had that. But but once I started to get to where probably on the outside looking in thought, 
like, oh my gosh, she made it, da, da, da. And I was so empty that I I, I kind of like backed away, like, like I don't want this. Right. Like, why don't I want this? I thought I wanted that. And, you know, then I got, I, I got my transformation, dude. Like number eight in the Bible stands for new beginnings. And in St. Louis, uh, we're always like, like I was hella ate up, like drugs. And like, we were eight, like, oh man, you're hella eight. And I, one day I remember reading the Bible and I'm like, I went from being eight up to throwing these eights up new beginnings. Like every day is a like new that. beginning. For me. Like every time I see the number eight, I'm like new beginnings. Like every day is a new beginning, a new chapter. we all live multiple chapters. And if you're not dead, you're not done. It sounds so corny, yeah. so cheap. Wow, I but tell it's people so that all the time. Real, dog. Like there's we're good. Dog. Everyone. I mean, there's we're people, good. right? Like there's people that, I mean, obviously are going through way worse than I've ever, I couldn't even imagine. You know what I mean? And it's like, I think I've been through some shit, but it's like in comparison. And it's like at the end of the day, and I, people get so crazy when you say like, oh, you can get through whatever it is, no matter what it is. Just because I haven't been through that. So I kind of feel bad sometimes because I don't, you know, I'm not trying to trying to take away from anyone's situation or think I'm better than them or or it's so easy. But it's like you you have an opportunity regardless you of do. who you are. It doesn't, you know what I mean? You could be on the streets right now and you could be in a six bedroom five bath mansion the next day it's that's how maybe maybe not literally the next day but like it's just it stuff happens that quick like your Dude, life can literally change that fast glass half empty glass half full like yeah. all i need is a little 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 drip of that that hose to be all the way fueled up because i know that's what i need and people uh i was sitting there listening to a sermon man and he was like you know people like god hasn't done nothing for me and um you know why is he let this and blah 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 and like I don't have a purpose and I'm sitting there and I'm listening old boy was like he said we have everything now you see this table God didn't give us tables he gave us trees that's it like we have a we have a computer go make something we have a like a tree, go make that table. I have a voice, so I put my melody to your message. Yep. Like, we have it all. You got your hands. Like, we have yeah. everything we need, and we we, we are, we just got to retrain our brain, bro, because yeah. we all don't know what we don't know. So literally. Bro, you have a smartphone. Think about what you can do with your damn phone now. Bro. You can, you can create anything. I, anything, dude. And you just have to be creative and open and don't don't sit there and be like, well, how am I going to blow up and how am I going to pop off? Because when your why is so big, like it says in the psycho cybernetics book, it's like, you know, when you go into a problem, knowing that you don't have the solution, you already 50 percent messed up. Like yeah. you got to be like like me, like, uh, you know, and everyone ain't built like that. And I get it. Right. But it's like at least, you know, we got to we got to. I just, I'm the guy that like would, has to do it. And then if I fail, I'm like, shit, well, if I wouldn't have tried that, I would have ate myself up alive on like, if I wouldn't have tried that, I would be more heartbroken, dude. Right. Like I'm going through it with my hip hop Bibles. Like, like I was you're thinking to- the other way around the what ifs. You're like, yeah. what if this works? That's, and that's, I think that's like a cliche quote, but it's like, you're always worrying about what if it doesn't happen? What if this happens instead? And it's like. What if it works, man? What if what, what if, if literally you do the one thing that you you imagine doing and everything falls into place? Well, like it, there's either there's one way it can go, and you're not even letting that other one be an option. 
when you shouldn't be letting this one be an option. You know what I mean? The river of life, bro. You got to just make the right decision. We all have a decision, man. We all have a decision. You have a decision to not go, you know, to the bar with the same people. And I know it's hard, dude. Change is hard. Right. It is, man. Like life ain't easy. It's not. But it's like if we're going to have to go through it anyways, you might as well embrace it to create something out of it, man. And that's where the whole say entrepreneur music Uh, already in pain. Go get something with it. Go get some, man. For real. Go get something with it because it's out there. Like, right. especially with social media now, like there is a clique of people out there that are just like you, like me and you. Like when you approached me and I was like, hey, man, I fuck with you just for off the like, you know, you can look at and you shouldn't judge. But like when I looked at you and I checked it, you know, I'm like, he seems kind of hip. I seen you in the hallway and we walked by each other and didn't say nothing. I was like, oh, that was old boy. Then then I seen you. I walked right. What's up, homie? Right. Uh, and right when I like. You just vibe with people and you're like, all right, I rock with dude. And I'm telling you, that's who you need to be around is the people you rock with. Right. Just because it's it's and more natural. than on Instagram. Because like when you're right. when you're linking on social media, you never know. It's like it's easy oh. to talk to whatever. But it's like once you, you know, once we connected at Thrive, I was like, okay, we gotta do something for real here. We can't just talk dude, about like getting on like a call and about. this. Yeah. We, we were texting and you said with the high vocals and I did my shit and blah, blah, blah. I said, but bro, after you met me, and this is with everyone. So I don't care if you make cakes, if you if you do anything, if you someone hears about you and checks you out, they're going to be like, OK, he's cool. Right. That's what's up. And then you meet him. And within that first five minutes, probably not probably 30 seconds, you're like, oh, I understand. Right. And that's what it is. Absolutely. I tell people, if you don't like me, you just haven't sat with me for five minutes because I'm so humble. I'm so hungry Definitely. and I'm so faithful. And I want to like when I see other people win, it makes me so happy. Right. Because I'm not in competition with you. I'm in competition with me. Exactly. So you are wasting your well, time. That's when you it. win. That's when you know you're going to win. Always. I'm undefeated. Know. I always will be. Exactly. Dude. Right. All. Bro, right. and that's why I mean, and don't you know? I know I'm all positive, and trust me, dude, I can be that negative ass dude where I'm like, man, this is some bullshit. You know, I'm going through it, like getting a little bit of anxiety. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I had to walk away from my chick and being like, hey, I just need you to leave me alone. Like I'm tripping right now, and but that's just my my emotions, and I know right. I'm better at jumping back. And we are human. I said in the beginning of the call, we are humans of emotion we are not humans of logic so no, absolutely if, if you can retrain your brain to jump back and say hold up i know you're feeling this way but let's think if old boy came to you and said the same shit would you tell him he was being petty would you tell him blah, blah, blah? you need to think like that and check yourself and right. be like i'm tripping all right no let's there's nice back. there's honestly i mean and this is i always try to say it's like oh it's it's just being an entrepreneur but it's just life period where it's, it's like, like bro there's nights where all of a sudden my brain starts getting the best of me. And I'm like, is this worth it? Like, am I doing the right thing? Am I a good person? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I always tell people, like, I'm trying to help as many people as I can by helping me first, obviously. Like, being a better me, I can help more people. But then it's like at night, it's like right before bed, I lay down. It's like you get eaten alive sometimes. But then I'll Hell wake yeah. up in the morning. I'm like, man, I was on some bullshit last night. Like, what? Like, like a whole other... You know what I mean? Like I just needed that time. That's everyone, dog. Right? You need that time to rest, to to, cause, dude, like, 
And if you think like, it's so amazing of what we are, you know, like our brain is an algorithm. So yeah. people that are in marketing sales, if they don't think like that, they're tripping. Where when you say, you know, Joey Yak, instantly, uh, Charlie, Tina said this the other day uh, to me, we we're on a call and I was like, damn, I'm writing that down. It was like words trigger pictures, pictures trigger emotions and emotions trigger action steps and i said damn that's fire because that's real that's yeah. our brain it's an algorithm that's how they made the fucking algorithm for right you type in <laughs> you know you type in something and it goes to something you know house or kitchen supplies and you then you see a dishwasher and it's it's algorithm your brain so that's yeah. why me i won't even listen to for real rap music anymore because if I listen too much and I get into the routine, my algorithm of my brain changes to I'm out here trapping to I need to go get a pack. Yeah. So that's why I started rapping about I'm an entrepreneur. I'm this and that. So it's like uh, it's in my mind because bad company corrupts good character. So even the music we're listening to yep. is our actions. The TV you watch, movies Smashing. You watch mashing up chicks and stuff it's because i was listening to that music yep. so i'm gonna turn on some some lecrae and you know there's there's music out here now dog that is so tough that is that is you know the whole christian thing but it's getting to the point now and that's like but you know besides the entrepreneur music that's the music that i make is you know rap raising awareness period i want to raise awareness about the shit you don't want to talk about that's the who shit i was gonna to i was gonna bring lecrae up because he gets so much flack for being with all these industry cats now and it's like this dude, he's he's raising you ready? awareness. You ready? Watch this. Religious people, and you know, he's even the Christian people, it's a relationship with God, and they can say that, but they're not living by that. I walked away from performing at the church because people like me and Lecrae's calling is not to entertain the found, Absolutely. but to grab the loss and yep. bring them to where it 100%. is. Wow, you can still be the same person. Uh, 100%. you still can be this hit ass dude that makes a hip hop Bibles that that uh has been with Miley Cyrus and Bone Thugs and Nelly and this and that. Like, and that's that's what I'm on, dog. Like, I'm telling you, this shit is so much bigger than music. This rap raising awareness period is is the real real picture, dog. It's the real thing. And I got sure. me and Kayla Maddox. We sat down behind Thrive. We've been talking because we're both connected to someone with uh, his name, Sean Maroney, which he's the one that's connected me to Brad, to, to so many people, dude, that it's one thing to lead to another, to another. And, right. I, and how I met him is I just gave to him. Ha, 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 ha. And I'm getting introduced. Talent got me there. Character kept me there. 100%. My heart kept me there, dude. We see and that, in like, the, especially in music. We see that in business all the time. People are gone just as quick as they come because they're not real. They're not, they're out for selfish reasons. And, that's and they're not, just, they'll, they'll make their money, but they're right. not going to last. You know what I but mean? But money don't mean shit, man. It's, it's like money is right. just a tool to become more effective. And when you think of it like that, that's why I don't care about like making bread and, you know, making anything anymore. Like the, the amount it's how can I get the money that I need to be cool, but, to get in front of people with something that's so positive, that's so impactful, that really could change a life, dude. Yeah. Like it's 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 so I just I just want to give, bro. Absolutely. Like I want to look at the kids and say, hey, homie, I get it. I want to look at their parents and say, ma'am, I get it. I'm a dad as well. But I'm also in the middle age where 
Let me let me tell you something on how he needs to hear this. And trust me, I'm a dad, but the shit I'm preaching, don't get me wrong. Like my brain still goes to how I was raised and snapping off and popping off and like, hey, dude. Like I look at my daughter and be like, dude, for real. And I'm like, and in the back of my mind, it's like, Joey, for real? She's six. <laughs> you don't know. But me, I'm like, and that's how my dad was back in the day. And it's like, I got a lot of learning to do, but I, I I broke through the I've broke through the the bullshit of of them training the way that I should be trained. And yep. I'm me, dude. That's and I, I want oh, it's so that's re- that's freedom. Freedom. You know, everyone's out here looking for this financial freedom, this and that, like freedom to be their own boss. And they're like not even free within themselves. Right. You know what I mean? They're, they still have that. It's like mental slavery, literally it mental is, bondage. Dude. I tell people the hardest prison to escape is your own mind. 100%. That's what it is. You're sitting there like an inmate. That's, just that's where like, when I like I said, I have those nights. That's me battling that. Right. You know what I mean? And then like, you wake up, you wake up like, oh, shit, the key was in the door. Right. <laughs> Let me, let me slip on out of this mob real right? quick. That's so what, there's so many nights I literally wake up and I'm like, bro, the hell was that? <laughs> that's, that's, I, dude, that's everyone, man. And yeah. that's why I like listening to the people that I'm around because like, like Cole even said, you know, uh, I think he said something like, you know, 10 hours of my, you know, work that I have, I hate it and I don't want to do it. And it's like, I think I'm like, all right, I'm done with this. I'm getting a job, like joking, you know, and then an hour later, he's like, all right, I'm back to it. Like yeah. we, we sometimes have to RSVP to our own pity party and not invite anyone, but we're human, dude. Like yeah. we aren't, no one's special. No one's like, oh no. my gosh, everyone goes through it, but it's controlling the environment around you. Like, oh, and people might think you're a douchebag. People might think that you're a freak and crazy and nuts, but the end of the day if you're not happy with you and that's what i and that's what i told my dad he he uh, got sober for like six months and just relapsed i said dad the reason why you relapse though is because one you think you're almighty and you think you're like this new person and it's like you know you're around the people that do it that's like me walking into a strip club with all bad chicks bucket ass naked and i'm like i ain't tempted like come yeah, on, right. <laughs> we're humans like instead i just won't yeah. go there and I'm good. You know, like I'm good. I know it's confronting what you know is uh, your worst temptation, dude. And it's my temptation back then was alcohol that led. That was my lead magnet to cheating and to just smashing a ton of girls on the road and stuff. Like I was rats, dude. I was just getting smashed. I was popping pills. I was, you know, and then I would get high. And if it wasn't sativa, I'd have the biggest anxiety attack. I'm like, where's my Xanax? And I'm tripping. I'm tripping, dude. Like that Mac Miller shit. I'm telling you, bro. Like my mom even looked at me and she was like, "Yeah, it's so sad." Oh, you know, he reminded me how you used to be. And I looked at her and I was like, "That's real shit." I was like, "That could have been me." If I would have stayed in Hollywood and was like, "I ain't tripping about being a dad," and you I'm know, hoping whatever. that's a wake up call for for the industry, honestly. It ain't. But it's not. No. Same with like you know, you had Lil Peep. Same right. like, and Mac Miller is probably one of the biggest artists of at least our generation for something like that to happen to, and it's like it's. Some people are going to get it, but it's it's not going to make... Unfortunately, it's not going to have like that ripple effect like like it should. You know what I mean? Well, I like, mean that should be a big wake-up it's, call. It's the ripple... Uh, it should be a wake-up call, but you already know it's not going to be because people have already used what he died off of, and he's like, damn, that was a bad batch. Or, right. you know, 
That's why it's just like, like uh, I'll never let it get that bad. But you know damn well that there, and there's I, you know, no addict in the world, no addict in the world that doesn't that that you know hits that before they hit the pipe. They're like, I can't wait to be an addict. <laughs> right? They're like, they're like, let me try this shit real quick. Yeah, same with sex. One more, one more hit. You know what I mean? Like same with everything. It's the same thing when we take a slice of pizza. Like <laughs> one more, one more you, bag bro, of chips. Like you know, it, whatever it is to get that shit and yeah. you know at the end i just pray dog i really right. do that that people get a get a wake up call and people like you know that's why i'm real big on trying to trying to make this i don't want to say being a christian but like cuz you don't got to be a christian just have a relationship with something bigger than you yeah just listen you have to have something bigger than you cuz if you think it's all your way like it's my way or the highway and then when you realize that there's another way that you realize your highway shit really you were just broke down on the side of the road and with a flat tire and now you just popped your trunk like and you have popped your trunk before but you were like you just quit digging when you didn't know that under your rug you had your donut you had your spare tire you yeah. just got to look around and dig and keep digging and you're like oh shit I could have been riding all along. It's cool. I was stuck in my own ways. Let me hop on the road for real now. Right. You know what I'm saying, dude? It's and yeah. it, it's people like me and, and you. It's a constant progression, to, too. This isn't just a, a one-time thing. You will yeah. never stop. You'll, you like, you'll have stop. that one big breakthrough. I mean, you'll have multiple big breakthroughs. But it's always a constant, you know, every day is the way out. That's why you also got to think of chapters, you know, like, because yeah. then you'll hit somewhere and you're like, Oh my God. And then some people will say, Oh my God, and go run back to their old well, ways. Sometimes you just got to throw the whole book away. And it's hard. <laughs> it's, you're like, ah, that, that, that was literally like a, a sketchbook. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't saying it's a best selling novel, damn it. But right. it's chat, you know, like, oh 100%. shit, you got to go. Yeah, you got to sure, go, man. I'm, t- dude, it, it's people like us that need to, to, to speak that language though to them, bro. Like, you know, I'm sitting there talking to my pastor and I'm like, you know, like everybody's talking, you know, David, Goliath, uh, this big giant, you know, you get those mental pictures in your head. But yeah. I want I want to be like, well, like I I want to make like a series where it's like Street Bible or something like have because David seen one of his and I'll say it in our terms. David see one of his homies wife while he was he was, you know, out on the street. So David's the plug, let's say David's the plug. He's seen one of his middleman badass wives he's like i'm trying to smash so he goes and he's like what's up girl she's like uh i know you're you know that's your that's your a1 i'm not gonna rock with you and then he's like man like i'm the dude like i'm the king like man fuck that dude actually a talks to old boy and says look bro like you know i need you to go and david throws his boy in front line in the war knowing he's gonna die he just knocked old girl up and he's like, damn, I got to murk this dude now. So what he does is cause he sets up a whole play where a DEA agent or some shit with a bag of heroin in the trunk and he sends it to him and old boy looks at him and her dude's like, what? And he just bow and yeah. dips off. That's if I could, if I could act that shit out with people and get it like that and be like, Hey guys, by the way, that was, and call David like D or some shit like that. That was a story in the Bible. Right. People will start thinking that way, dude. Absolutely. I'm telling you, bro, it's so bro, I mean, much bigger. Literally what you just said is happening every day. It is. So we got to relate. Is, yeah, exactly. Like, it's crazy. 
Words trigger pictures, which trigger emotions, which trigger action steps. You want people to believe? Then give them something to believe in. These people believe that people are getting shot, robbed, kidnapped, sex trafficking. Let's put that shit, let's put that in this form, in just a different picture, man. But hey, it's gonna take a motherfucker like me to do it though. And I'm gonna do that shit. That's why I like saying a lot of my ideas on film because I'll go see it and be like, oh shit. And I have too many ideas. If other people go execute, I don't give a shit because there's not another Joey. No, absolutely not. You ain't been, you can take the only one that can be you. Like end of the day, there will never be another person like you. There will never be. There will be people that'll be similar to you, but you know what I mean? Like never, there's only one Joey yet. End of the day, that's, already know. that's how and it if is. They don't. They never will, baby. Exactly. Man.